Uh, Let's talk your taxes, uh, shall we? I know it's early, and it's especially early to think about uh, putting together your taxes. However, both the province and the federal government have introduced some new tax benefits, and there's some changes for 2023. Uh, So it's better to be aware of it all now than uh, months from now when you uh, sit down to do this, hopefully not at the last minute. Uh, the new benefits include, and there, this is, there's more than this, but there's the uh, first home savings account. There's uh, the work from home uh, credit, which uh, continues. There's a new uh, TFSA annual dollar limit. The Canada Dental Benefit is uh, is here now. And the old age security clawback amount has gone up. So there's a lot of changes that have happened. Uh, Jerry Viterados is a national tax specialist with U-File, joins us now to talk about this. Uh, Jerry, appreciate the time today. Well, thank you very much for having me. There's always uh, changes. Seems like there's been some big ones uh, for this year, though. Yeah, the, the one that you mentioned uh, earlier, the really big one is the first home savings account, which is uh, a new tax-sheltered vehicle that uh, the government is introducing for 2023, which will allow... Uh, all you know, uh, eligible eligible uh, individuals to save up uh, for the purchase of what the government considers a first home, uh, meaning that you haven't uh, lived in a house that that you've owned in, in the last four years, uh, and it, it essentially works very similarly to an RSP account where you have a, a limit every single year. It's about eight thousand dollars, or actually, it's kind of like a hybrid between. TFSA and uh, an RSP, where your uh, contributions will be tax deductible, uh, and your limit is set by the government at eight thousand per year. And then the year that you purchase what the government again considers a first home, you can withdraw from this account tax free. Have you gotten a lot of questions about the uh, first home savings account? Yes, I, I think uh, a lot of people are uh, are interested by, it, and I think even the government. Uh, has been overwhelmed by by the response uh, that they've gotten from the program because they've made several changes along the way since the since they first announced it uh, in the budget uh, last year. Uh, for example, when they first introduced the program, uh, we know that there's also the the withdrawal that we can make from the home buyers plan, which is an existing program uh, w- where you can actually essentially borrow from your RSP for the purchase of a first home again. Uh, when they first introduced the program, the, 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 fir- the first home savings account, uh, the government had made them mutually ex- exclusive, meaning that if you withdrew from the new program, you couldn't withdraw from the old program. And when the actual uh, bill came out, the government actually now allows both. So now you can actually withdraw up to 35000 from your home buyer's plan, meaning from your RSP account, and also withdraw from this new program simultaneously. The devil is always in the details, and you use the term in what the government considers. So I guess there could be some, uh, you got to make sure that what you are going to do is something that the government considers to be your first home. Yes, and, that, and, that, and you're absolutely right. And that's in anything when it comes to taxes. You know, the, 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 you know, the, the dad joke, I guess you could say, that I, that I always tell people whenever they ask me a question on something with taxes is the first answer is it depends. That's always the first answer to any tax question. And basically what the government, again, considers as a first home is that you haven't owned a home in which you lived in in the last, uh, in the last four years, meaning the current year and the three prior years uh, and the three prior years before that. And that also includes your spouse, uh, which, which commonly in tax circles we call it the contamination rule, uh, meaning that, for example, if you owned a home, 
uh, and now you marry uh, your sp- you marry your spouse who never owned a home, and then you decide, okay, now I'm going to sell my house and go get another one. Unfortunately, you, the, both programs are not available to you because one of the two spouses. Uh, one of the two spouses owned a home in the last four years. And that's why that's why we call it the contamination rule. It's a very good uh, point that people should be aware of. Uh, the Canada Dental uh, Benefit is also something that's new and it sounds good, but also, again, it's something that not everyone's going to qualify for. It's going to expand in the years to come, but right now uh, it, not everyone's going to qualify. What's the easiest way for people to check that they qualify for a specific benefit? The easiest way is to essentially uh, go to the CRA website, where cra.gc.ca. That's the easiest way. And in the search box, just type in Canada Dental Benefit. And then what's great about the CRA website is that they actually have a checklist where you can actually answer questions on the CRA site to see whether you meet the conditions uh, to be able to collect the benefit. Because you have to, uh, one of the conditions, of course, is to apply for the benefit. It's not automatic. Uh, you, have, you actually have to go to the CRA website, create a My Account uh, portal, um, basically, you know, signing up to, uh, to the government's online portal and then applying for the benefit. So, again, the government makes it very easy. There's a checklist there. The very basic criteria of, uh, of being, able to, uh, being able to claim the dental benefit is that you have a child that's less than 12 for which you're collecting the Canada Child Benefit, and you have some dental fees since October 1st that you've paid in which you're not insured, meaning that there's no government program that insures you or that you're covered under private insurance. What else are you getting a lot of questions about? Uh, I mean, the other one would be the the housing benefit as well. That's another uh, that's another uh, uh, that's another one as well. Though even that one is even, is even more restrictive than the, than the uh, dental benefit, meaning that you know if you if you have a, a very low income, uh, so for families it's, it's less than thirty five thousand, for individuals it's less than twenty. Uh, the government will give you a, a tax free payment of five hundred dollars that will help you pay uh, your rent. That's another one, uh, and the other one that's also big is for business owners, which we call the immediate expensing. Uh, clause, uh, where if you have depreciable property uh, under a business, uh, the government will allow you to now expense uh, the purchase of that equipment. So, for example, you buy a vehicle for your business or you buy equipment for your business, you can now expense it at 100% uh, for, for, the next, uh, for the next couple of years, up until a limit of $1.5 million combined for all of, of those assets. And just finally, when would you recommend people get started on their taxes? You know, my line is always that taxes is a, is a year-round thing. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because you, uh, you pay or you have expenses during the year, throughout the year, that are eligible for tax credits. So, for example, when it comes to donations or when it comes to medical expenses, you incur these expenses throughout the year. So the trick that I always tell people as I said, scrambling, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year right now, you know, for the, in the first four months of the year to try to assemble all your receipts and everything, you know, create either a virtual folder or an actual folder at the beginning of the year in January where you start sticking receipts or any document that you believe that's related to your tax return, you start doing it from now. That way, when the following year happens, the folder is ready, you've got all your expenses in there, and you're ready to go uh, to be able to produce your return. Good advice as always. Jerry, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's uh, Jerry Vitoretos, a national tech specialist with UFILE.